We would like to welcome you to another edition of The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name's Gavin. And we have quite a variety of music to play for you this evening, including some very, very obscure artists that even uh, <laughs> diehard jazz fans have never heard of before. Uh, I'm going to play a couple of things a little later on in the show um, by these particular artists. I won't name them now, so... Uh, Hopefully you'll be around to hear them because they'll be uh, one of them will be played immediately after the jazz feature this evening. The jazz feature, of course, is something that we always uh, commence our program with, and uh, tonight is a rather special jazz feature in that it's only two people: acoustic bass played by one of the masters of that instrument, the great Gary Peacock, and the classical and 12-string guitar played by another great master, Ralph Towner, who lives in Washington State. Ralph Towner is still very active uh, in music. He's also a fine pianist, arranger, composer, all that kind of stuff. Just uh, an incredible musician and an incredible person as well. He was part of a band that was very, very popular in the um, 70s and 80s, a band called Oregon. And uh, they really were a combination of world music and, and, and jazz. They did all kinds of things. They were together for a long time, and Ralph was a big part of that, uh, that band. But, of course, he has uh, played with just about everybody, uh, including Weather Report, Gary Burton, um, Jan Garbarek, um, Eddie Gomez, uh, I can just name names and so on. He's played with just about everybody. An incredible, um, talented musician. And, of course, he is a very serious musician, but if you know Ralph, um, and I had the pleasure of many years ago of in- interviewing him, and, of course, the interview was, was very formal and straightforward, all about music and so on. But we had a chance to hang out uh, after the I- interview. And um, Ralph has got to be one, one of the funniest people in the world. He had me uh, turning inside out laughing with his, uh, with his dark and uh, f- funny sense of humor, um, something that I didn't expect because uh, his demeanor is always quite serious and introspective. Anyway, you never know. You see, um, uh, people uh, are very complex. (laughs) Anyway, Ralph Towner, a wonderful musician. Um, Getting back to this uh, particular CD, this was a CD that was made for um, ECM Records in May of 1993, and uh, the CD is called Oracle. Gary Peacock, of course, had a long, long history in jazz music, and of course he became most famous um, by playing many, many years with Keith Jarrett and that incredible uh, triumvirate of musicians, Keith Jarrett, Gary Peacock, and Jack DeJohnette. That particular trio made so many albums and, and so much great music. Gary was a big part of that. He has now retired from music. He's in his 80s, 
and um, two things, age and a severe hearing loss uh, has forced Gary to retire from music because uh, he maintains that if he can't hear properly, then he can't contribute properly. And um, he's not sad about it. He's very, uh, he's, he's done his bit in music and uh, he's very happy with his, uh, with his legacy. And uh, he, this wonderful musician has, uh, we have so many recordings with, uh, with Gary on it that uh, his legacy is sealed. Anyway, these two musicians got together, Ralph Towner and Gary Peacock. This is a living room band, really, because they both um, essentially play acoustically. There's no amplification here. It's just natural, uh, organic sounds. The music is very beautiful. It's introspective, um, reflective, uh, and covers all kinds of emotional bases. But it's also very intense. And uh, the, the creative uh, vibe between these two musicians is absolutely something uh, well worth hearing. So we're going to get to the jazz feature momentarily. All the compositions uh, on this album, most of them are by Gary Peacock, but I'll run them down before we hear the, um, the music. And we open with uh, one of my favorite Gary Peacock compositions. It's called Gaia, and that opens the set in, on a very high level. Composition number two, and all these are Gary Peacock compositions. Composition number two is Flutter Stop. Composition number three is called Empty Carousel. Then we move to the first Ralph Towner composition, and it's called Hat and Cane. Then back to a couple of Gary Peacock compositions. Inside, Inside is tune number five. And tune number six is entitled St. Helens. The title track is a co-composition between Gary Peacock and Ralph Towner, Oracle. And tune number eight is dedicated to Gary Peacock's hometown, Burley, Idaho. That's where he was born, raised, and learned how to play the bass. And uh, that tune, uh, tune number eight, is called Burley Hello. The final tune is a Ralph Towner composition, wrapping things up. It's called Tramonto. So here then is this very beautiful and uh, lyrical album by these two incredible gentlemen, Gary Peacock on acoustic bass and Ralph Towner on classical and 12-string guitar. Our jazz feature this evening, sit back and enjoy the music. I think we have a little skip in this CD, and I think I'll have to uh, make a little correction before we carry on here. I think there, there might even be a little bit of dirt on the CD. Sometimes this happens, and uh, 
We'll polish it off and hopefully it will play faultlessly. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, these things happen and they're very unpredictable. So we shall start once again. Hopefully it shall pass and work. <laughs> Here we go.
And that, ladies and gentlemen, was our jazz feature for this evening. Gary Peacock on bass, acoustic bass, of course, and Ralph Towner on classical and 12-string guitar, their ECM album recorded in uh, Oslo in May of 1993. The album is called Oracle. And uh, we had a little bit of a bump at the very beginning. Uh, There was a bit of grit on the CD, but uh, once we got it going, uh, everything went down very smoothly. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, wonderful music with the, the this incredible repertoire and and communication, uncanny, between these two great musicians. Gary Peacock, of course, having a long, long history playing with um, Keith Jarrett and Ralph Towner playing with just about everybody. Peacock is now uh, retired. He's 81, and... Um, he has suffered in recent years some uh, severe hearing loss, so he felt that he should retire from active playing because he can't hear the music properly, especially on stage. And uh, Ralph Towner is still very, very active uh, in music. I also mentioned that Gary uh, Peacock was born in, uh, I think I said Burley, Iowa, actually Burley, Idaho, Okay, they both start with I, but uh, there is a difference between Iowa and Idaho. And, um, of course, he is the, uh, one of the compositions on this album is dedicated to his hometown. We heard uh, the nine pieces on this album. Uh, Six of them were composed by Gary Peacock and two by Ralph Towner and the title track, was a co-composition. So we began with three Gary Peacock compositions. Gaia was the first tune. Uh, Flutter Stop was the second tune. And Empty Carousel was the tune number three. Tune number four was the first of the two Ralph Towner compositions, and it was called Hat and Cane. Uh, Then we heard uh, two more Gary Peacock compositions, Inside, Inside, and St. Helens. Then we came to the title track, uh, Oracle, and then we moved to um, Gary's composition dedicated to his hometown of Burley, Iowa, (laughs) Idaho. Yeah, I said it again. Hey, Uh, Burley, Idaho, and it was called Burley Hello. And the final tune was a Ralph Towner composition ending the album called Tramonto. So I certainly hope you enjoyed this um, introspective, reflective, and sometimes intense uh, jazz feature with the, uh, these two incredible musicians that had this uh, ESP thing going um, completely on this album, delightful album, Oracle, ECM Records, and recorded, as I said, in Oslo in May of 1993. Gary Peacock and Ralph Towner. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. My name is Gavin Walker, and uh, we have a very obscure artist coming up uh, right after some of uh, important messages, and we'll be right back. to the middle. 
Hey, it's Cynthia from the Bike Kitchen. We moved, but we are still nearby. The Bike Kitchen is now located on East Mall in the trailer between Irving K. Barber and Brock Hall. Come down and check out our selection of used bikes, work on your bike with our tools, or get a tune-up by one of our pro mechanics. We have a one- or two-day turnaround on all tune-ups. Check out our website, thebikekitchen.com, for more information about our services and prices. In today's political landscape, more fires are raging out of control than ever before. Will you help put these fires out by registering to vote in BC's 2017 general election? You can vote in advance, mail in your vote, vote on the day of election, May 9th, or at any district electoral office. For more information about the process or to see where you can vote, visit elections.bc.ca. even more important than the uh, topic of the election (laughs) is the weather. Uh, I think most people are uh, very concerned with uh, our weather, but it looks like spring is is breaking and uh, we're getting into some nicer weather. But the the forecast of the week is kind of, well, um, not bad, not not great yet. Um, Tonight is going to be partly cloudy with a low of 8. Then tomorrow is a mix of sun and cloud. Then it's going to cloud over completely late in the day with a low of 8 and a high uh, between 15 and 16. Uh, Wednesday is cloudy with a low of 10, high of 18. Thursday, uh, rain with a low of 12, high of 15. Uh, Friday is cloudy with a low of 10 and a high of 14. Saturday, cloudy with a 60% chance of a shower and a low of 8 and a high of 14. And Sunday, cloudy with a low of 8 and a high of 16. Tomorrow, of course, is, uh, is voting day. And uh, really, it, it is, I think, everyone of legal age. And uh, if you can vote, do so. It's, it's really important. People have fought and died for the right to vote and uh, we kind of take that stuff for granted now. Oh, I don't like any of them. I'm not going to vote. Uh, get out there and do it. And, uh, you know, e- uh, just make the effort. It's very, very important. And uh, it may not seem important, but it is. Okay, end of lecture. Back to music. Has anybody, even the most devoted jazz fans, ever heard of a saxophone player named Henry Durant? Probably not. I can uh, uh, probably tally some uh, people that have listened to jazz music all their life and ask them if they've ever heard of a guy named Henry Durant. And they'll probably look at me and say, no, I don't know, I don't know who that is. Henry Durant <laughs> is a very obscure saxophone player. I don't know uh, where he was from. Uh, and I don't know whatever happened to Henry Durant. I did hear something from a musician friend of mine years ago um, that uh, Henry fell into some, uh, uh, you know, nasty stuff, uh, perhaps drugs, but I don't know. He didn't really know either. But 
Henry did do uh, some recording um, in the early 50s with uh, a legendary baritone saxophone player named Leo Parker. And then he turned up on these recordings that we're going to hear. There's only there's four tunes, and they were issued um, on 78 RPM uh, recordings on Mercury. Um, and they were put out as, as singles. And they were actually reviewed in, in Downbeat. And the review was kind of, uh, eh, this guy isn't up to much. Um, he's got nothing new to add. And, of course, he's being backed up by three of the greatest stars in jazz music. Um, and they sound good. But uh, as far as Henry Durant's concerned, he's really got not much to offer. Well, <laughs> that was a pretty dismissive uh, thing of this very, very fine saxophone player, uh, tenor saxophone player. And this is um, really his, his only uh, recordings. And they came out uh, on, as I said, uh, they were issued as singles on the Mercury label. There's four tunes. And Henry is being backed up by none other than Horace Silver on piano, Percy Heath on bass, and the great Art Blakey on drums. And these were recorded in New York City in March of 1954. Now, Blakey had already started the, uh, the Jazz Messengers, and apparently Henry was in that band for a brief period of time, and uh, then after that, there are no further recordings. But I'll tell you, Henry could play, and you'll hear it uh, when, when you hear these recordings. Uh, he was a, a wonderful player uh, with a big sound and uh, a really nice uh, concept of playing. So we're going to hear Henry do some tunes for you. The first one is um, uh, his original composition. And it's called In the Basement. And that kind of gets things going. Then he's going to do a standard tune um, that I think a lot of people know. It was a great tune and made famous by a whole bunch of uh, artists, the tune Try a Little Tenderness. And uh, Henry plays it beautifully. Then he moves to, um, and, and that tune was written by a guy named Jimmy Campbell and Harry Woods, Try a Little Tenderness. The next tune after that is another ballad, beautiful ballad by Rogers and Hart, and he does uh, the tune Little Girl Blue. And then the final tune is an up-tempo thing by Henry Durant, entitled On the Roof. So here then is the obscure and wonderful Henry Durant on tenor saxophone, Horace Silver on piano, Percy Heath on bass, and Art Blakey on drums.
Ladies and gentlemen, was Henry Durant. <laughs> yes, and of course, um, you know, if you can play like that, you certainly don't uh, deserve to uh, all of a sudden disappear into uh, obscurity. Anyhow, that's the only, um, these were, I guess, the last recordings he made. Nothing was heard of him after this, uh, on records at least. And uh, that's it. Henry Durant on tenor saxophone with 
Horace Silver on piano, Percy Heath on bass, and Art Blakey on drums, recorded in New York City in March of 1954 for Mercury Records and issued on, uh, at the time on uh, 78 RPM, three-minute records. And uh, these four pieces displaying uh, Henry's talents on the tenor saxophone, big sound, and a really nice concept, very tasteful, and uh, yeah, there you heard it. Uh, the tunes, uh, we began with Henry's tune, In the Basement. Then we heard two standard tunes, Try a Little Tenderness and Little Girl Blue by Rogers and Hart. And the final up-tempo tune was called On the Roof, Henry Durant. Yeah, he could play. Today is the birthday anniversary of several musicians. Um, including Keith Jarrett. Uh, we're not going to hear, we've heard a lot of Keith Jarrett on, uh, on the program, but this lady was an incredible musician. It's her birthday today. I'm talking about Mary Lou Williams. And, of course, um, Mary Lou was really, um, her history in music was uh, unbelievable, and she influenced all kinds of people, Tad Dameron, Thelonious Monk, uh, Bud Powell. She had all these musicians at her uh, house all the time, and, and they exchanged ideas. And Mary Lou was uh, very, very much ahead of her time. And she was also, um, even back in the 1930s, she was writing arrangements and compositions uh, for big bands and uh, really contributed um, a lot to jazz music, and she's still kind of overlooked. I do remember that uh, my friend Brian Nation, when uh, he had his, uh, uh, when he was doing a whole series of jazz concerts here, he brought in Mary Lou Williams to play. Um, Brian was producing concerts at the uh, the old, it's now gone, the, but uh, there was a legion at 4th and Trafalgar, and um, with a nice stage, and, and it was a perfect little concert hall, and uh, Brian was uh, producing concerts there, and he brought in all kinds of wonderful musicians, but Mary Lou Williams was one of the highlights, and she performed with um, uh, resident bassist Wyatt Ruther, because uh, they were both originally from Pittsburgh, so they knew one another as, as uh, when they were little kids. And uh, so it was a, a perfect match, and um, Mary Lou was absolutely wonderful. Um, it was a concert not to be forgotten, and uh, I believe it was her only appearance ever in Vancouver. So it, it is her birthday today, and uh, Mary Lou, of course, um, lived a good long life. Uh, as I said, she was born... Um, her original name was Mary Elfrida Scruggs, <laughs> but she changed her name to Mary Lou Williams uh, through marriage. And uh, she lived to age 71. She passed away May 28, 1981. She was born today in 1910 in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, but she was also raised in, in, uh, in Pittsburgh. So there you go. And uh, wonderful, wonderful musician. We're going to hear... Um, some tracks from an album uh, that she did a number of years ago. Um, Bob Cranshaw is the bassist on here, the late, great Bob Cranshaw. 
and uh, some other folks. We're going to hear a whole bunch of tunes um, that are all composed by Mary Lou Williams. And uh, this is from an album called Zoning, uh, which came out on uh, Smithsonian Folkways. And it's probably pretty hard to find now, but it uh, was recorded in 1974. Um, So Mary Lou had, of course, been on the scene for many, many years. So we're going to open with a composition with Mary Lou at the piano. This is all of these uh, pieces of music, uh, with the exception of uh, the second tune we're going to hear. Um, This was a favorite of Mary Lou's, and of course they were very close. Um, Dizzy Gillespie's composition called Olinga. So we're going to open with Syllogism, written by Mary Lou Williams, and we're going to follow that with Olinga, uh, written by Dizzy Gillespie, and then a, a couple of other uh, compositions by Mary Lou. So here then, a uh, small birthday tribute to one of the greats in jazz music and one of the legends, Mary Lou Williams.
Thank you. 
great Mary Lou Williams, who we're paying tribute to. Um, actually, quite a long feature with Mary Lou. Uh, it's her birthday anniversary today, and of course she had a long, long history in jazz music. Um, get on the internet, and you can read almost her, her life is a history of jazz music starting way back in the uh, 30s when she was writing uh, arrangements and playing with the uh, Andy Kirk Orchestra. And uh, she wrote so many classics for that uh, incredible um, big band. And then she wrote uh, music for Louis Armstrong, Cab Calloway, Bing Crosby, Bob Crosby, Tommy Dorsey, Duke Ellington, Glenn Gray, Dizzy Gillespie, Benny Goodman, Earl Hines, Jimmy Lunsford, all of these people she wrote uh, music for. Then she became involved with uh, the modern jazz musicians, Dizzy Gillespie, Thelonious Monk, Bud Powell, and, uh, and so on. She was a, a really uh, great influence 
um, on so many eras of jazz music. And uh, she retired um, in the early 50s. She grew disillusioned with the music business and uh, left for Europe for several years. And uh, then she converted to uh, Catholicism and became very, very religious. And uh, it took a number of years for her to um, come back uh, to the jazz scene and and perform once again in in public and and record again. And she did right up until her death in May of 1981. So this uh, recording was done uh, in 1974 for the uh, Smithsonian Folkways uh, label. And the first uh, three tunes we heard Bob Cranshaw on electric bass and Mickey Roker on drums, and these were all Mary Lou Williams, uh, except for one, Mary Lou Williams compositions. We opened with one called Syllogism. Then we moved to a, a tune by her, one of her close buddies, Dizzy Gillespie, and she played Olinga, which was uh, Dizzy's composition. And then we moved back to um, Mary Lou Williams' composition called Medi Two. Then we went from there to um, another piece of music called Rosa May, written by Mary Lou Williams, and then a very beautiful solo piece. And um, that was a very touching piece of music called Ghost of Love. Again, a Mary Lou Williams composition. Then we moved to, um, with a couple of different people, uh, we heard Milton Suggs, the late Milton Suggs on acoustic bass, and Tony Waters on conga drums. And they accompanied Mary Lou on a composition called Gloria. And the final tune was uh, Mary Lou Williams, um, a very bluesy thing with the same two people, called Play It Mama. So our small tribute to the great and very innovative Mary Lou Williams. Wonderful lady. All right. You are listening to The Jazz Show on CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca. And uh, we shall be right back with a little bit of information and some more music in a very few moments. In today's political landscape, more fires are raging out of control than ever before. Will you help put these fires out by registering to vote in BC's 2017 general election? You can vote in advance, mail in your vote, vote on the day of election, May 9th, or at any district electoral office. For more information about the process or to see where you can vote, visit elections.bc.ca. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenim-speaking Musqueam people. We'd like to uh, let you know of a couple of great websites to get onto. One of them is vancouverjazz.com, and that's a very comprehensive website. Got all kinds of links on that one. 
and that's put together by my old friend Brian Nation, and it's still a very active website. Um, he keeps it uh, up to date, and different people contribute to it, and so on, and it's always worthwhile checking it out, vancouverjazz.com. Now, another important website is the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society. All the jazz festival uh, performers have been already announced. Uh, you can purchase tickets in advance uh, if you get onto their website and uh, look at the artists that you would like to see, like to hear, all this kind of stuff. It's all on there, and it's a very, very important website. Um, it also includes the schedule for Frankie's Jazz Club, which, of course, is located down in Beattie Street, right opposite BC Place. And there's all kinds of um, very, very fine music at Frankie's, including uh, free happy hours where prominent musicians uh, will entertain you while you just have a relaxing uh, drink or snack or whatever. The food is excellent, and, of course, the, there's such a wide variety of uh, of beverages there uh, as well. And it's a, a very elegant kind of atmosphere, very, very good sound, good sight lines, all that kind of stuff. So the schedule for Frankie's is on the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society because they're one of the backers of the club. And the music is programmed by the redoubtable Corey Weeds, who performs there occasionally and also programs the music. So you know that it's going to be very, very high standards there at Frankie's. So very worthwhile. So get onto the website of the Coastal Jazz and Blues Society, which is very simple, coastaljazz.ca. That's it. Also, I would like to give you a little advance notice. In June, on June the 12th, the jazz show, myself, Gavin Walker, and one of my great friends and uh, somebody who is uh, passionate about jazz music, the media director for Coastal Jazz and Blues, John Orsick. And he'll be joining me, and uh, basically I'll be turning things over to John to um, program the music, and uh, the whole show on June the 12th will be devoted to the up-and-coming Vancouver International Jazz Festival, one of the major cultural events in our fair city. So um, mark that down on your calendars. That's June the 12th. All right. So that's coastaljazz.ca is the website, and the other fine website is vancouverjazz.com. just like to mention one more uh, detail, and that is my good friend Ken Speller. Ken is a music teacher, a very fine musician himself, plays the, all the saxophones, plays clarinet, plays the flute, but he is a very, very fine teacher. He has a business called Music at Home, and he'll actually come to your house and, uh, and teach you how to play any one of those instruments and advise you about renting one or buying one or leasing one, that sort of thing. So no matter what your level is, uh, he can show you some things that uh, you can use. If you're a professional, you can always upgrade your skills. If you're an amateur, you can, there's all kinds of things you can learn there. Music is infinite anyway. And uh, once you start learning stuff, there's so much more to know. And it's, it's an ongoing thing. You can develop a great love for uh, 
playing. And uh, playing a musical instrument is wonderful, healthy, very healthy therapy as well. Now, another thing that Ken Speller does is repair uh, instruments. And professionals go to him, amateurs, uh, schools, um, all, all kinds of people bring their instruments to him to uh, repair, um, tweak, sometimes overhaul. And he does not charge an arm and a leg because he has his workshop right in his home. And uh, he's located in, uh, in Burnaby. And John, and um, <laughs> Ken, not John, uh, Ken is uh, uh, very accessible. You can reach him by telephone. 778-800-1933, that's 778-800-1933, or K Speller, K-S-P-E-L-L-E-R, underscore 14 at yahoo.ca. Ken Speller, good man to know. All right, we're going to play some music now by, from an album called Manhattan Plaza, and this was recorded in 1978, and it features the leader of the band, is a wonderful tenor saxophonist who kind of dropped off the scene. He was, he was very prominent because he was in Charles Mingus's last band before Mingus uh, succumbed to his uh, terrible illness and, um, and st- had to stop playing. I'm talking about Ricky Ford. Originally from Boston, he's a graduate of the Berklee School of Music and a very, very fine uh, and creative musician, and he kind of dropped off the scene um, in recent years. And this album is a, a real testament to his major talent. The album came out on Muse Records called Manhattan Plaza. So Ricky Ford is on uh, tenor saxophone. The trumpet player on here is somebody who was always on the New York scene, never recorded very much. It's kind of a legend. Uh, earlier on, we played somebody that uh, most musicians or most jazz fans don't know, saxophonist Henry Durant. Um, A lot of people don't know about trumpeter Oliver Beener. That's right. And Oliver recorded or or played with such people as Elmo Hope, Jackie McLean, uh, Tyna Brooks. Um, He played with uh, Jerry Mulligan's sextet in the mid-'50s. Uh, all kinds of people, and uh, Oliver was on the scene, a very, very, very fine trumpet player, Uh, even worked with Mingus for a while, Um, but unfortunately, uh, his recorded output is very small. But he's on this album, and he sounds absolutely great. The legendary Oliver Beener on trumpet, along with Ricky Ford on tenor saxophone, Jackie Byard on piano, and from uh, Portland, Oregon, a great bass player, Dave Friesen, who celebrated a birthday just recently. And on drums, Mingus's buddy, Danny Richmond, on drums. So that's the lineup. Ricky Ford, tenor saxophone, Oliver Beener on trumpet, Jackie Byard, piano, Dave Friesen on bass, and Danny Richmond on drums. We're going to hear some tunes from here. Uh, we're going to open with Jackie Byard's composition called Fadism. And then two Ricky Ford compositions. Uh, The next one is called Seal's Place. And the one after that is called On the Plaza. And the final tune is a Jackie Byard composition called Olean Visit. So here then, some selections from Ricky Ford's album, Manhattan Plaza. 
We heard a whole bunch of tunes by Ricky Ford. I sort of uh, mentioned at the uh, beginning of this uh, set that Ricky kind of dropped out of the scene. He actually didn't. He moved to Europe 
And in the years of 2001 to about 2006, he was teaching music at, uh, in Istanbul. And uh, then, of course, he uh, moved back to uh, France, where he lives now, and uh, produced jazz festivals and did all kinds of stuff. So he wasn't exactly inactive or didn't exactly drop off uh, the scene. But he did uh, drop off the American scene. So there you go. Ricky Ford heard on tenor saxophone, along with the legendary Oliver Beener on trumpet, Jackie Byard on piano, and Dave Friesen on bass, and the great Danny Richmond on drums. All of this was recorded in 1978, August 1st, 1978, for Muse Records. And we heard, uh, we opened with a Jackie Byard composition called Fadism, then uh, two Ricky Ford compositions, uh, Seals Place and On the Plaza. And the final composition was a very complicated and wonderful work by Jackie Byard called Olean Visit. Yeah, Jackie always uh, wrote tunes that uh, challenged the musicians, and I'm sure they were challenged on this tune. That's all of those tunes, those four compositions, were from an album called Manhattan Plaza. Ricky Ford, a very, very fine saxophonist, uh, tenor saxophonist who was in uh, uh, Mingus's last organized band before his uh, uh, slow decline from uh, ALS and, and uh, eventual demise. All right, we're going to continue now with Oscar Peterson. This is from one of my favorite albums. It goes way back to um, about 1952 and uh, came out on Clef Records, and it's uh, uh, produced by Norman Grants, of course, and was called the Oscar Peterson Quartet. And at the time um, that Oscar recorded this, his main guitarist was Barney Kessel, and uh, they really um, have this ESP thing going between the two of them. They, um, Barney was such a uh, wonderful guitar player, and he worked with Oscar, I guess, for about a year and a half before uh, um, Barney left, and uh, he was replaced by uh, Herb Ellis. But uh, these um, sessions with Barney Kessel are very special. Ray Brown, of course, is on bass, and drummer Alvin Stoller. And we're going to hear a, a tune. It's not a blues, uh, but it's called a blues. <laughs> it's basically a, um, based on the I Got Rhythm sequence, but Oscar Peterson called it the Astaire Blues, dedicated to the great dancer Fred Astaire. So a very exciting piece of music, the Oscar Peterson Quartet, the Astaire Blues. Thank you. 
Wow. <laughs> OP. I was out of breath after uh, listening to that. That was called the Astaire Blues. And that was uh, dedicated, of course, to the great dancer Fred Astaire. And played by the great Canadian pianist Oscar Peterson from uh, an early album. It was done in 1952. And uh, the people involved here, Barney Kessel on guitar, and um, as I mentioned, uh, Oscar and Barney had this ESP thing going between the two of them. Ray Brown on bass, and on drums, Alvin Stoller. And uh, that was from uh, an old Norman Grant's album called the Oscar Peterson Quartet, the Astaire Blues. All right. We're going to play some music by the wonderful Vancouver saxophonist who uh, actually is an impresario because he uh, programs all uh, the jazz music uh, down at Frankie's Jazz Club down on Beatty Street. And I'm talking about Corey Weeds. And um, he has a relatively new album out that he's very proud of called Dreamsville. And it's Corey with the Jeff Hamilton Trio and uh, the great drummer, uh, Mr. Hamilton, and Christoph Lutti on bass, and Tamir Handelman on piano, and Corey Weeds on tenor saxophone. This album is uh, available on Cellar Live, and it's called Dreamsville. We're not going to hear that particular tune, but we're going to hear a Corey Weeds composition to uh, open the set. Um, actually, it's a co-composition. Uh, Corey Weeds and guitarist uh, Bill Kuhn wrote this tune. It's called How Do You Like Them Apples? And the second tune is written by the great late trombonist Frank Rossellino, probably one of his most charming melodies, and it's called Blue Daniel. And uh, those two tunes we are going to listen to right now from this album, Dreamsville. Corey Weeds on tenor saxophone with the Jeff Hamilton Trio.
Corey Weeds in uh, Stellar Company here on this uh, recent Cellar Live album called Dreamsville, and uh, was recorded just last year. And Corey, of course, on tenor saxophone, along with uh, Jeff Hamilton on drums, Christoph Luthi on bass, and Tamir Hendelman on piano. We heard two tunes from this album, and we'll hear more um, on future shows. The um, two tunes we heard was a Corey Weed's Bill Coon composition called How Do You Like Them Apples? Or How Do You Like Them Apples? That's better. And um, the second tune was Frank Rossellino's charming waltz, Blue Daniel. And uh, as I said, we'll hear more from this album. It's called Dreamsville, and it's available on Cellar Live. Corey Weeds with the Jeff Hamilton Trio. We're going to turn things over now to a great tenor saxophonist by the name of Rusty Bryant. And he is appearing here with Virgil Jones on trumpet, the great Melvin Sparks on guitar, the late Charles Ireland on Hammond organ, and Idris Mohammed on drums. And we're going to hear a couple of tunes from this uh, album called Soul Liberation. The first tune is an Eddie Harris composition called Cold Duck Time, and the second tune is a Rusty Bryant composition called Freeze Dried Soul. So here then, great saxophonist Rusty Bryant.
the wonderful saxophone stylings of Rusty Bryant on tenor saxophone from his album Soul Liberation, which came out uh, on Prestige Records. Rusty in the company of Virgil Jones on trumpet, Melvin Sparks on guitar, Charles Ireland, the mighty burner on Hammond organ, and Idris Muhammad on drums. And we heard two compositions. The first one was Eddie Harris's great tune, Cold Duck Time, and the second tune was one by Rusty Bryant entitled Freeze-Dried Soul. All right. We're going to uh, close tonight's show and take you back to the Newport Jazz Festival, 1955, and the Dave Brubeck Quartet. And they're going to play some blues for you. Paul Desmond on alto saxophone, Dave Brubeck, of course, leading the band on piano, Bob Bates on bass, and Joe Dodge on drums. And to end this evening's show, Back Bay Blues. Dave Brubeck. Thank you. 
That was from the Newport Jazz Festival back in July of 1955. That was the Dave Brubeck Quartet with Paul Desmond, of course, on alto saxophone, Bob Bates on bass, and Joe Dodge on drums, and, of course, Mr. Brubeck at the piano. And that was the Back Bay Blues. And, of course, uh, these performances, there's a whole bunch of uh, other pieces that they played at the uh, Newport Jazz Festival, and they've never uh, appeared on any uh, CD until this particular release on uh, Solar Records. And some nice stuff by the Dave Brubeck Quartet. Ending our show this evening, the Back Bay Blues. And we'll be back next Monday evening and with another edition of The Jazz Show. And, of course, tomorrow, um, by this time, we'll know what sort of government we're going to get in British Columbia. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you haven't gone to the advance polls and you haven't voted and you're qualified to vote, get out there and do it. And uh, it's really important that you mark your ballot and, and uh, take care of uh, your responsibilities. So do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for being out there this evening. On behalf of myself, Gavin Walker, and The Jazz Show, and, of course, uh, radio station CITR 101.9 on your FM dial or on your computer, www.citr.ca, and we'll see you in seven days' time. Take care of yourselves and enjoy. Enjoy. (laughs) That's it. Life. Bye-bye. Do-ba-dee!